Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours. We're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians, and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and welcome to episode 291. Our guest today is Australian three-piece Safia. The ARIA Award-nominated electronic band are releasing their third studio record this coming Friday, titled A Lover's Guide to a Lucid Dream. Before we get to our chat with band members Michael and Harry, please make sure you subscribe to this pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever application that you use. Also, please ensure you're following us across all of our social media channels. Details for all can be found within the show notes of today's episode. Our guest today is Safia. The electronic indie three-piece from Canberra began back in 2009 between friends Ben Woolner, Michael Bell and Harry Sayers. The guys originally listed artists like James Blake, Purity Ring, Disclosure and Major Lazer as inspiration for their sound and began finding success after taking out the Triple J Unearthed Grooving the Moo prize back in 2012. Since then, they've gone on to release a number of gold-certified singles like My Love Is Gone and Starlight, and they've also collaborated with artists like Peking Duck and Alice in Wonderland. Later this week, we'll be greeted with a brand new studio record from the guys in the form of A Lover's Guide to a Lucid Dream, which is another brilliant addition to their catalogue. In today's episode, we're chatting to Michael Bell and Harry Sayers from the band about how this record proved more difficult when it came to songwriting and how they were able to move past that hurdle. We talk about how Australian electronic acts are able to produce such incredible sounding music that sounds giant in scope, but also organic and natural at the same time. We also discuss debuting some of these songs live and taking them across the country later this year. Now, a quick disclaimer, this episode was due to come out after the release of the record, but a scheduling conflict meant that it's running ahead of the release. In the episode, we do refer to it being out now, which is almost kind of true. A Lover's Guide to a Lucid Dream will be out this Friday, and you can find where to pre-order or buy this record and their tour dates in the show notes for today's episode. We also want to say a massive thank you to Rhiannon from Positive Feedback for her help with today's episode. Here is our conversation with Safia. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Michael Bell and Harry Sayers from Safia. Gentlemen, hello. How are you? Very good, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, no worries. Pleasure to be here. 
there is a brand new Sapphire record that is out right now in the form of A Lover's Guide to a Lucid Dream. Firstly, congrats on this brilliant new record. How are you guys feeling uh, with new music coming out? Great. I mean, it's been a long time coming. It's nice to finally have this record out and in the world. Mm. been sitting on it for too long. Um, yeah, um, was it four years? Mm. Four years? Yeah, four, four years in the making, I guess, almost. Which can be like quite a, especially in the, the, the life of a musician, that can be another record or so in terms of, you know, composing, writing, even putting out. So I imagine you guys, there must be a little sense of relief in a way. Mm. Ah, a huge amount of relief. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's been a long time coming and um, it's weird having like, there was like, there's a few songs on there that are like pre-COVID days. So it's like, so uh, yeah, it, like yeah, like I was saying, it's just a relief to have them out and people actually hear them now instead of just like playing between each other or to family. Yeah, so I feel like I kind of now listen to the record more, um, what's the word, uh, as a listener as opposed to a um it is a very exciting record it's the the third from the band um yep. do you guys have any rituals or kind of traditions when it comes to putting new music out uh, i don't think there's any real rituals or traditions um what are you you're saying like um like when we like release day like yes day? yes the release day um well I mean, we're spending a lot more time together now, so it is nice to be together. We sort of we love to jump in a car or yeah. something and say it's on the radio being released and the, the premiere tracks on. We kind of sit there and kind of go crazy in the car together. <laughs> yeah, it actually happened recently. We it just, I think Float came on the radio and we were unpacking and we heard it. We just all jumped into the front seat together and yeah. we were just vibing out. Yeah. It's, it's always, that's always fun hearing it on the radio. So never get over that. Yeah. No, I look that, that I would say that's a tradition in itself. I love that. That's, um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. record, I feel like, um, almost not wasn't meant to be, but I know that this kind of the record and the songwriting itself, it really made you guys kind of work for it this time around that, that it didn't come as easy as maybe previous records did, um, in terms of songwriting and creativity. Was that, I imagine, I imagine it was quite difficult to begin with. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Harry was saying, it sort of started at the beginning of the COVID period and we, we, all, we were almost like, oh, this is awesome. We have all this time to now write. And um, little did we know that too much time is actually kind of counterproductive and you get mm. kind of sucked into this never-ending cycle of unproductivity and... Mm. Um, which then leads to a bit of self-doubt, a bit of uh, insecurity with, with with your ability to write. And I guess we did go through a pretty big, uh, like it was like quite a roller coaster of creative um, productivity. But, um, yeah, like we're kind of now, now we've written it, it's kind of nice to look back and be like, we just had to kind of let it be what it was and stop forcing the process and just be okay with the moment and, and where it was. And after we kind of surrendered to that, it sort of started to snowball and um, turn out, uh, turn into what it, it, what it did become. 
100%. Do you, do you remember that turning point, that, that letting go moment almost? Um, let me think. Yeah, I think actually it was upon releasing our first single from the album, which was the first release we'd kind of um, had in about three years, which was Falling Down. I think that song was almost like the turning point. We'd gone through so many different iterations of that track, trying to make it, trying to force it into a whole something that it wasn't, and then realised that the answer or the the way the track was meant to be was like kind of right in front of us from mm. from the beginning, and we'd just been trying a bit too hard. And I think once we got over that, we realised the rest of the album sort of like, okay, let's just go with our gut feeling now and stop overanalyzing yeah. everything and. Um, then I feel like that might have been sort of the turning point. In saying that, we did still the mixing process and everything yeah. was still a very um, not arduous, but uh, what's the word? It, it it proved to have its own set of difficulties that we finally got through. But yeah, it was it was hard. It was it was a t- quite an undertaking. This album and um, it's love. Like we said before, it's lovely to be on the other side of it and now look back at it fondly and um, like. I think we're pretty proud. Yeah, absolutely. of course, as you should be, and very diplomatically put um, in terms of uh, addressing frustrations. Um, this is a gorgeous record, guys, and and sonically, I think that um, it's, it's one thing that Australian electronic bands seem to do really, really well. And in my mind, when I think of like artists like this, I think of yourselves, and I think of Lastlings as kind of two examples oh. of gigantic electronic sounding music but that still also sounds organic and almost earthy in Mm. its tones and sonics is that I guess because that's been with the band since almost the inception but with each record you seem to improve on that how do you improve on that with each record I guess what is it that you're trying to push or how does that kind of process work with each record I I love how you bring up the kind of marrying of um uh this sort of like organic and inorganic sound is something that i like when producing or when at the initial stage of expect sorry experimentation with a song that's something i always look for i because like, we're an electronic band but a lot of the initial ideas are rooted in like this organic these mm-hmm. organic sounds whether it's from like a you're finding samples of a of of world sounds from um africa or whoever knows Mm. and then trying to find a way to meld them and glue them together with the inorganic which i think this album has a fair bit of there's a a lot of those textual um elements like lots of uh, vinyl crackles or like weird paper or yeah um pretty subconscious as well sort of like enters your brain without you kind of knowing mm. it you do that sensory, what is that, ASMR kind yeah. of? <laughs> That's what it is. I'm not sure how we get better at it though. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, I guess it's just like a maturity thing like we're, and just like kind of learning as we go and uh, just experimentation really. it's um, You always want to try and improve on the last album and, kind of feels like that's that's what we've done. Um, yeah. 100%. It, it, I think that, and, and a lot of the artists, songwriters, bands, whoever that we've spoken to on this podcast, they have previously spoken about like 
experimentation within their songwriting and, you know, trying to, um, I guess, somewhat push an envelope while still very much remaining true to themselves or to the project. Mm-hmm. How do you guys, I guess, kind of push experimentation or is it something that you'll do separately and then bring to the band later or is it something that you might do together in the studio and, and kind of nut things out from from there? I think it varies. Mm. Um, I mean, I experiment alone. Well, not alone all the time, but um, I'll just be sitting. I think Harry, we, we all do this, but it's kind of like you're in a, in a science lab and you're sort of just uh, mixing together uh, chemicals and waiting for some kind of explosion to happen. Sometimes I'm like not sure, entirely sure what direction I'm going, mm. but I'm waiting for a spark and I'm waiting for something to grab my attention and then further divert my... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Creative resources. <laughs> I like them better yeah. too. I feel like you can't get into that like science vibe yeah. yeah. with other people. You kind of need your own time to like get into the fine details and shit that would probably get annoying. Yes. If we were doing it together, like you kind of need to get, I get a little bit OCD with things and I need like a certain setup. Like I might need, like, I used to have like a TV right next to my, um, next to my desktop just so I could, you know, get some inspiration from like maybe it's like a very, like a landscape or, um, sick. I don't know. Just, I, and it's just shit that if other people in the room, it wouldn't work. So, <laughs> Need to, I need to get to that. Need, I need to be by myself, but when it comes to like maybe the more uh, like bare bones and wait, stuff that you can bounce off each other, like yeah, you know, chord progressions and uh, maybe lyrics, we don't really do too. I'm, I don't know, I'm not too not much on lyrics, but then more. I guess it's funny because like that process I find can be quite anxiety inducing. You're like, because you're kind of almost fighting your own head. You're like, well, as a creative, you, you're tasked with like trying to create something out of nothing, I guess, in a way, apart from the inspirations. So I often sit in the studio looking at my computer screen going, for now, and then I'm going to go, nah, not today. And I think that's like pretty much part of the creative process as well yeah. and the experimenting, experimental process, being okay with the idea that not you're, you're not always going to be creating these big bangs from the, the chemical flow state. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the flow state is, I don't know how it, comes about but when it does it's like I'm not sure how I get into that but I definitely need to um, do my morning routine otherwise that's not going to happen 
is what uh, what constitutes a morning routine, if we may be so bold to ask? Of course, I do my my walk with um, with my fiance, and then then straight to the gym, then go for a cold swim in the ocean pool. Um, try to do some meditation, something like that, and then into work. Yeah, yeah. One of that. It's like the non-negotiables. You need to um, do these 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 few things to in order to be able to function. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is very fair. So I can appreciate wanting to kind of have those ticked off the list before you're going to. Um, yeah. I guess change the mindset and, and and do some creative work. Well, that's the thing. It's it's that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I would, uh, if I'm allowed to, I'd love to ask about the creation of one of my favourite tracks on the record. It was called No Reason. It's around, I think, smack bang in the middle of the record. Um, I yeah, found myself nice. returning to this track just, it might have been just due to the uh, the clicking of the beat. I'm not sure what it was, but I found myself in, a, in like a rhythm with it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, take us behind the creation of this track or the inspiration from from the song? Sure. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because that's I think that's the last song we pretty much uh, included on on the album. The very last minute, and, yeah. and it was actually a very. It was like probably one of the quicker processes. So unlike thing, the tracks like falling down, it only took us three three or four sessions to actually have that song finalized and and ready album ready. But um, in terms of it's like initial creation i guess like i was we were playing around with a um because i know you're aware of like the rhythm in like the bass it's like this sort of swung um synthesized bass we were sort of playing around with that kind of like what's it a shuffle is it a shuffle yeah like a a drag or a yeah i don't know yeah yeah. i'm not good with music terms (laughs) (laughs) probably already noticed but um um and it was sort of just like i felt that that there was something in that and um, kind of had a beat sitting there. So just because we're constantly sort of writing throughout the album process as well, even like several of the songs never make anything. But um, and then from there, I guess, like we sort of shown it to Ben. Ben had a few ideas he put on it, put on it came up with this sort of like swagger. It's yeah. kind of like steezy melody and i think it's pretty sexy yeah <laughs> um, but not simple too it's like, very simple yeah it's yeah. not like um it's just so, it was one of those tracks that was done, like we said before it was done everything was done from the gut we weren't trying to overthink it mm-hmm. and um i think maybe that's why it maybe can translate to some people things mm-hmm. out 100%. Thank you very much for indulging me with that. I do I appreciate it. I'm not sure it's hard to think back and <laughs> remember how it all So I haven't heard that song in a while too, so I'm trying to like, but yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> juicy one. Yeah, yeah, it's juicy. <laughs> I can see it going off very, uh, very much in a live setting and people getting involved yeah. um, in a live setting, which horrible segue brings me to the fact uh, that you guys are <laughs> um, touring in October, November, December. How are you feeling about taking these um these new songs onto the road? Uh it's uh I mean I'm I feel really good about it. We're we've already kind of learnt a lot of the songs as well, so we're usually we're not very organized. We're usually, you know, we almost learn the songs 
like at rehearsal before the uh, <laughs> actual tour and it's not good for the nerves. Um, but I think we're much better prepared now and mm, just keen to get – it's just nothing better than seeing like, – because you always hear the reviews and like what people say on Instagram and stuff but seeing the actual interaction and people singing the songs like, oh, my God, they like – they know all the lyrics. Uh, I just can't wait for that feeling. So, um, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I think it will just be good to – be able to share the album with the audience, the live setting and bring, I don't know, go through that sort of journey with everyone there and we try and connect. Yeah, we really try to emphasise the songs in the, in the live setting. Um, any, like, moments in the, the, in the record that uh, you can hear and can maybe yeah, emphasise that in some way, maybe even strip it back do like a, a different version for, I don't know. There'll be, there'll be surprises. Yeah. Harry Harry writes some pretty interesting uh, <laughs> live edits, so I don't even know what that, you know, who knows what this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I'll occasionally like just to like get ideas down, I'll make like I'll use like a, a session drummer plug-in and I just like I'll write, I'll put like fills in and I'll be like, here you go, Mick, and <laughs> see if you can do that fill live. And he always does it. I'm, I'm always like it's just a guide, but, um, yeah, he nails it. So, um, yeah. Be, be fun. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's going to be real fun. That's yeah. the one thing. We want to make it fun as well. Like obviously the album has some pretty, it's like pretty heavy thematically, but I think there's still room to have fun it's in a live setting and you know 100% is there a um uh, and I know we're um on a short amount of time today is there a track either of you looking forward to debuting live someone something that you know you've put a lot of effort and almost I want to say a proudest moment to debut live from this record I don't know if it's my I'm just because I forgot about no reason and now yeah. I am like really since you saying that I'm like that is I was actually thinking the same so that would be yeah it feels like a great live track, uh, especially with, yeah, I mean, with the, obviously the crowd, but I can just see the that's a song that would you could really um, connect with somehow. Um, I think uh, like um, now that some of the, all the songs are out and like things like Float, I'm looking forward to seeing, and we all love that song, we're so proud of it, but I'm looking forward to seeing how that will now go down. Uh, live and with, with the audience knowing the song because we played it uh, several times unreleased and it always went down yeah. like it a, got a, a reaction every time and so um, yeah now that they know it hopefully the reaction is even <laughs> yeah. yeah even it would be quite surreal because that is probably one of the oldest tracks on the album um, and for us to be like, like so excited about releasing it and then actually seeing people sing it hopefully they'll be singing it uh, that'll be that'll be a cool feeling, but yeah, just that for some reason that that song just grooving out to it on stage. It's a bit of a fist pumper. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I have no doubt that the the crowd is going to be um well very enthusiastic is is the word I want to use to summarize a lot of emotions. I'm sure they're going to be going through, but um, that they're going to love this new album live. Uh, both Michael and Harry, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I do very much appreciate it today. And congrats on A Lover's Guide to Lucid Dreams, which is out right now. Thank you, thank so, you so much for having us. It was really lovely. Yeah, lovely. Thank you so much.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 